Welcome to the Relationship Channel. Teaching for Change, Trading STFC Grow Beyond brings to you a series of podcasts to enhance personal and professional relationships. I'm Catherine Mora and I'm your host for these weekly conversations. The Relationship Channel Podcast Series 1. So what if I'm angry? Episode 17, three ways to declutter your life in a week. Well, I'm not sure about you, but for me, when I see a lot of clutter, it's quite discouraging. If I see clutter in my office, it feels like I don't actually want to do too much work. It feels overwhelming sometimes if there's too much paper around or too many things on my desk. And clutter in the home is another story, isn't it? It just makes everything look messy. And even if it's clean, it still doesn't look presentable. Now, the purpose of this podcast goes beyond the external clutter to the internal clutter. First, taking charge of your thinking. Second, getting your thoughts out there professionally to others so that they know what you're thinking. And finally, letting go of past issues. So let's get into it. One, take charge of your thinking. Have you ever found your mind racing to such an extent that your mind feels full? It's constantly cluttered with thoughts you're having related to the issues and situations that you're facing at home or at work. Thinking is part of our day-to-day processes. But when our thinking consumes our mind so much that it leaves no space for problem-solving or resolution, and it immobilizes us, that's when we need to think about decluttering our thinking. There are a number of ways you can do this, and of course we're all very different people, so you might find one way better for you than another. The first thing you can do is to write things down. So you can either use your iPad or your phone, or you can use your diary. Write the issues on a piece of paper. Sometimes The issues seem so big when we allow them to sit in our mind. And when we write them down on a piece of paper, they seem so much smaller than this snowball that has been building in our mind. The other way you can do that is to stop yourself every time you start thinking about a situation. And um, just give your mind permission to relax and to, to, to enjoy a break. So thank your mind for all the hard work it's been doing. And I know it does sound really funny, but sometimes our mind or we think that this will, we're doing a good job by being concerned about a situation or by worrying about it. And we think that we're achieving something when on the other hand, There's nothing we can achieve by being concerned about this situation. And often, and in many instances, we have no control over another person or what they're doing or not doing in a certain situation. We can influence them, but ultimately they're in control of themselves. And so allowing our mind to let go of this constant work that it's doing and achieving nothing with it is very beneficial for us as individuals. 
say to your mind, thank you, mind, for your hard work, but I give myself permission to have a break. And then stop thinking about it. This will take some practice. And as you do it over and over again, you'll find that your mind stops thinking about these things and you have space. It's so amazing to have space. I remember a time when I didn't have space in my mind and I was going through a situation that wasn't easy at the time and I just kept thinking about it day and night. And it seems as if the focus of that thinking is not in the present. It's either in the past or in the future. And when we have a focus on the past or on the future, we can't enjoy the present. As we move towards this new year that's coming soon, let's try to to stop our minds from being focused on the past or on the future. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't strategize. We should. We should think about ways forward and ways to grow and goals and action steps. But what I'm talking about here is when your mind is stuck on an issue and you don't let go of it, that becomes a big clutter in your mind. And there's no place for anything else. There's no place even for you to enjoy the moment, friends, your family, your colleagues. There's no space for that. So make space for that, either by writing it down or telling your mind to stop thanking it first and telling it to stop uh, thinking about that issue. Two, getting your thoughts out there so others know what you're thinking. As I said earlier, we're all different, and so this might not necessarily apply to you, but you might know someone that you can share it with to whom it will apply. There are times in our work or personal lives that we have expectations of others that we don't communicate to them. For example, you might expect your employee to put the tools away when they use them, but You haven't communicated this to them and they're not putting those tools away. Every time you arrive, the tools are in the wrong place. And that can be frustrating. Another example is you might have the simple expectation that someone should pull their weight when they actually don't. And you end up doing a lot of the workload in that project. I remember once when a friend of mine experienced a divorce and her husband said to her you don't do this and that and the other and she said to him you never told me if you had told me this I would have worked on it and I think it's a little like that you know when we have those expectations in our mind they tend to clutter our brain we get upset irritated frustrated and yet we haven't taken the time to communicate those thoughts and those expectations that we have to others. If you start assuming things about situations or you think that something is a reality when you haven't even checked with the persons concerned, this is a time for you to declutter your thinking and get your thoughts out there. Now, when you do this, there's a danger that you have another expectation. 
that you have the expectation that the person that you're talking to about your expectation is going to do what you want. Now, that's not necessarily the case. When you communicate your expectation, it's about stating how you feel about the situation and what that other person does with that is entirely up to them. Again, it's not under our control. Whatever the other person does is their responsibility. And of course, we can challenge them and we can deal with difficult situations, which we encourage everyone to do. But there is a time when you share what your expectation is, and yet you have no expectation in return. That can be difficult, but so important because you're able then to declutter your thinking and the other person is aware of who you are, uh, what your thoughts are, what your values and your expectations are within that position. And if it is a professional position, if it's a work situation and they need to do that because it's related to the rules and the regulations of the company, then they need to abide by it. On the other hand, if it's your personal expectation because you want it done in a certain way, then that's the time when you share your expectation, but you have no control over the outcome as such. Now, when we communicate our expectations, it is really important to communicate it in a professional way. Communicating it in I messages. So I expect this. This is my thinking about a certain situation. So you're communicating it as something that's your point of view and not imposing that on the other person. Unless, of course, as I mentioned a moment ago, it is a work requirement. And then, of course, you need to impose that regulation. So when it's policy or work related, the way you'll do it is that you'll do it in a neutral manner. So this is not about me. This is not about you. This is about the policy. So you draw back to that neutral position and you'll say the policy says this or this, this is the rule for this department. Uh, this is what we expect within the organization. So basically, it's not about you or them. It's about the organization. So practice the decluttering of getting your thoughts and your expectations out there. Three, declutter by letting go of past issues. There are situations in life that are very hurtful and that have a very profound impact on each one of us. And for you, it might be something totally different than from a friend that you have or a colleague or someone else in your family. And the things that impact us tend to be quite different. If we think culturally, uh, a culture where getting upset or frustrated or irritated is not acceptable. Let's say, for example, in the Japanese culture, when an individual then encounters anger, they might feel that impact in a much stronger way. Now, the angry person might not even be aware that someone else is perceiving their um, irritation 
for example, as full-blown anger. Having said that, I don't want to diminish the difficult situations that you've been through and, and just take them very lightly. I acknowledge that there are situations that are extremely difficult and that do leave a very strong mark in our lives. But if you think about a saw on your arm, and I don't know if you've ever, you know, hurt yourself or, or had a scab, when we have a saw, if we keep picking at it, there's no healing that happens. And it clutters our lives. It clutters our lives because we have to keep treating it. Our bodies might be focused on it and therefore taking away from the strength of other areas. And so everything that we keep cluttered inside, all that hurt and all that experience that we've been through that we don't let go of is just sitting there. And the only way to get rid of it is to allow it to to be. Like the ripples on a pond when you throw a pebble in. Unless you let it sit and don't throw any more pebbles into it, the lake won't be quiet. And the first step to declutter is to allow things to settle down. In your mind, you know, just let go of it and let it settle. Is it hurtful? Yes. Is it painful? Yes. Was it difficult? Of course. But don't keep bringing it up. If you bring it up every time, it's going to continue to muddy that water and and there'll be no resolution. There'll be no decluttering. So let it sit. Now, when everything is very quiet and if you've thrown a pebble in the pond, there's no more ripples, When you look into the water, of course, if the water is clean, you can see the bottom. You can see everything. You can see the mud, the little fish, and the rocks. By allowing it to settle, you enable yourself to see things from a different perspective. So once everything is quiet and calm, and you're not thinking about that all the time, and you can apply that first principle that we spoke about to let go of all those hurts as well. Just give permission to your mind to let that go. As you do that gradually, you're going to begin to feel freer, totally decluttered and ready for the new year. Check the resources down below. Watch some videos on the topics you enjoy and just have a wonderful break throughout this holiday season. And I'll see you next week for episode 18. How to be the best at what you do. <music>